BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Tremendous job by VSIN betting analyst Will Hill. Terrible job by your boy, Patrick Maher, as we welcome you back. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Last week, I told you the conference tourneys, some of the smaller ones, begin tomorrow, February 27th. Yeah, it's true. In 2023, this year, they're getting going later, so we're not getting going until like the 7th of March. So that's a tremendous job by Will Hill, who joins us now on the program, Dustin Sweetelson. Will Hill, of course, Bear podcast as well on Fox, Bear Bets. Uh, you can hear him on his podcast, Should Have Bet More podcast. Great job by Will Hill. He was just on the Lombardi line, and you can catch him with Matt Humans on the program, and then on Saturday as well with Dave Ross, correct? You hit them off. You are a true, true professional. You didn't trust me when hey. I told you these conference tournaments don't start until March 7th. You said, no, no, no. They start tomorrow. I said, OK, show me which ones start tomorrow because I'm dying for these conference tournaments. It is a little tough content wise from the Super Bowl to the start of March Madness. And everything's just pushed back this year. St. Patrick's Day for the selection show where usually you're like in the first or second round by St. Patrick's Day. So everything's a little later. You're not going to get that first Thursday of the tournament till like March 20th, March 21st. Looking at like what April eighth, April tenth for the uh, for the final four in the title game. So everything's a little later. I'm not sure the uh, the reason why. Hand to God. That's the, my hand is pointed to God right now. That's on me. So I apologize. No no need to rub salt in the wound. As we introduce you to the program, Will Hill. Now you mentioned St. Patrick's Day. Now I'm Irish, but I'm looking at you. You look like you ate Ireland. Like there couldn't be a more Irish looking person on the planet. Is it true? Are you Irish? I am Irish. Thank you. I think that was kind of a compliment. Not, not in a fat way, just like you just you embody Ireland. That's yeah, yeah. a good thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I've heard I've heard uh, similar things. So this is true. Uh, how are you guys doing? Are you guys sweating anything right now? Spring training, baseball and anything going on in your end? <laughs> no, there's we got a little soccer that we're sweating, but we were talking to open the show. Like so Houston AP top 25 comes out. Houston jumps up to one. You know, what's interesting about that? 
is if you just talk to a basketball fan, they're like, wait, Houston just goes in those lulls offensively. I don't trust them like I trust Purdue and UConn. But you take a look at the Ken Palms and the Torvics and, of course, the Thomas Gables, and they've consistently had Houston at one. First off, it's the best league in the country. They just beat Iowa State and then went and beat Baylor on the road at home. That's two top 15 wins. And we're just upside down, Will. I mean, you think about it, Purdue, okay, a nice week with Rutgers and Michigan, but eh, after losing to Ohio State. And then UConn this past week with the Creighton loss. Now, they got right over the weekend, but we're upside down. I have no problem with Houston being number one. I still, I was impressed with that win in Baylor. That's a t- that was a gutty win. When you have a big Great lead game. like that, you're on the road, you blow it. You, you almost, they almost had to win the game three times because they blew the lead. Hit the three at the buzzer, it gets wiped off. Then they have to win it in overtime on the road. That was a gutty win. I'm a little guilty. I'm, I, I, I'll admit I'm a little guilty of what you just mentioned, where there's a little bias against Houston. Um, not just the offense, but last year against Miami, they got absolutely punked in the Sweet 16. They were never in the game. Miami absolutely buried them. And then two years ago, I think that's the one that really skews the perception of them. The one of 23 for a three against Villanova. I think it was like a 50 to 44 final. My eyes are still recovering from that game. So I think that's why. I think people are having a hard time uh, coming to grips with them. But I, I had Ein Eagle on my podcast Friday, shameless plug for the podcast. And he said he's seen a bunch of these teams in person. And he, I asked him who he was most impressed with. And he, without hesitation, said Houston. He's like, they're physical. You know, he went down all the reasons. Now, they do struggle free throw line. Um, they, they can be a little spotty from the foul line. But it's a really good team. I don't know. Is there value at plus 750? That's that's not a terrible number. I don't know. Life on the line. Would you go them or UConn if you could only pick one to win it all? Should have bet more with Hill and Eagle. Must listen. Must download. Look, they turn you over. And I think what you're saying about we were talking about they're the worst free throw shooting team in their league. But the fact that they're this good and not making their buckets at the stripe tells you how good they are defensively. They turn you over. They're relentless. And I think they got the toughest player in college basketball in shed. Like he went cold in the second half against Baylor and his teammates picked him up. But he's a stud. If I'm forced right now, UConn five to one in the market over at DraftKings. You've got your second betting favorites tied at seven and a half to one with Houston and Purdue. By the way, Zach Eady announced that he's going pro after this year. What pro? Germany? Like, how? He's too slow to defend the pick and roll. He's going to get murdered in space. My guess is he's a late first, second rounder for Eady and just comes off the bench for a team to give some rim protection. But I digress. Tennessee, 13 to 1. He's the number one Zona, overall pick four, in 1993. Yeah, he would have been, yeah, right there with, the, with Dustin's boy, Patrick Ewing, wiping sweat off that brow. Uh, Arizona, like, here's the thing. You just give me a team and I'll laugh and throw something back at you. Arizona gets beat by Washington State. Washington State turns around and gets beat by a 500 Arizona State team. Give me Creighton blowing UConn out the gym and UConn's 5-1. to one. Creighton just went and lost to a team that their coach called out everybody and said they can't connect bounce passes. So it's like you can find a flaw. I think it's exciting, Will. It's fun. Uh, and you mentioned these teams, they have high highs, low lows. Kentucky and Arizona, I'd sort of put in the same bucket where I wouldn't be shocked if that first Thursday of the tournament, they're eliminated by the time you sit down and have dinner at six o'clock at night. And I wouldn't be in Arizona was in that, you know, in that scenario last year where they lost to Princeton. And I wouldn't be shocked if they're playing for the national title on that Monday. What is it? Five, six weeks from now. I just, they're so talented, but their highs are so high. Their lows are so low. It does make for a fun tournament. It, it, it should be a lot of fun. We'll get this 
bracket here three weeks from now we'll be coming over these brackets it's probably the best time of the year that conference tournament into the selection there's just there's so many games on all day all night uh leading into the tournament i'm excited for it um that you mentioned st john's i was on with dave ross saturday and i i liked st john's in the game i said hey if you like him in the game and, and dave brought this up i think they were plus 300 to make the tournament i don't know that the numbers are up now at DraftKings to make the tournament but they're interesting because I think they're at 16 wins now. They're at Butler on Wednesday. If they can win that game, that puts them at 17 wins. They finish with DePaul and Georgetown. That's Those are two layups. If there's any such thing as a layup, those are two of them. That puts you at 19. So you only need one win in the Big East tournament to get to 20. I, I'm very skeptical. I'm very skeptical of the, uh, the committee leaving out a 20-win St. John team with Patino, the New York market, that whole region. I think they'll do everything they can. If it comes down to St. John's and Northwestern, something like that, like they're going to put St. John's in this tournament, I would think, if they're a 20-win Big East team. I know the bracketology and stuff says they're on the outside looking in, which they are, but I think they have a very real chance here to get in this tournament. Yeah, I agree with your sentiment. You don't think DePaul has enough time to turn their season around, though? Hey, uh, one thing like putting Chaminade in the Big East. That's one of the worst power five teams I've ever seen. Uh, They actually came close to winning. I think what they have a buzzer beater wiped off the other night against Georgetown. I wasn't watching, but I heard about it. They are awful, though. My God, they're bad. Jim Laranega, Final Four last year. It's not it's not going to happen this year. Miami, Florida at North Carolina. It's 14 and a half. And I think you're going to take with Miami just a quick couple of quick points. Um. UNC right now atop the ACC with Duke's loss against Wake over the weekend. I'm not getting into this the storm in the court. Oh, I don't give gosh. a flip. Who cares? Um, but how about that? I nothing was more exciting. Charlottesville over the weekend that UNC 54-44 win. Tony Bennett, get out of the sport, bro. Like your team has made over the last three games eight three pointers. It's disgusting. Help me, Will. Virginia basketball and Iowa football need to just go on a field, find a park somewhere and just play versus each other. Leave the rest of us alone so we don't have to watch them anymore. Yeah, that Virginia team is very overrated. Uh, they had a bunch of close wins that inflated the record. But, yeah, that that is not a team that is pleasant to watch. Um, you mentioned Miami. I, I think this is just too many points tonight. I think this time of the year, these lines can be inflated. First of all, it's, it's a standalone game, national TV, UNC competing on the fringe of like a one seed. I just think these marquee teams, these public teams just get a little inflated. We saw with Purdue yesterday. It's hard to cover two touchdowns in conference play unless you're playing like a DePaul or something like that. Uh, I know Miami hasn't played well. They're hurt. They've lost six in a row. They're missing pack for whatever that's worth. Third leading scorer, I think. But still, 14, 14 and a half points. Uh, These teams played February 10th, the day before the Super Bowl. It's a three-point game. Um, this is a UNC team. They've held opponents to 28% from three. I feel like there's some regression in there. That's some good luck. That's some good good variance in their favor. Uh, I don't think Miami's going to win this game, but them losing by 8, 10, 12, something like that wouldn't surprise me. I just think this is inflated by like a point, two points. I, I think there's value here on the Canes. It's not pretty, but you know how that goes. Sometimes these ugly ones are the ones you have to bet. I, I just think this is too many points. I hope it's too many points. Take the hook, 14 and a half with the Hurricanes tonight at the Tar Heels. Let's bring in the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson here, Sharp Money. Will Hill joining us. Should have bet more, as he mentioned. He's got a podcast up with Ian Eagle, who's probably the best dude on the planet. Um, wanted to bring up Patino because Patino's a psychopath. He really is, but he's a great coach. And what's fascinating is, remember, he doubled down on crushing St. John's, 
who gave him a second chance after he was at a small school in Ionia and prior to that bending shorty over, of course, at the Italian restaurant. Shout to Billy Joel. The Rick Patino flex, Dustin, on Saturday where he came dressed bending in short, all I'm white. Sorry, bending shorty over? Is that what we just <laughs> uh, Yeah, at the Olive Garden. <laughs> Dustin Sweelson, you're a big clothing guy. When he was decked out in all white, I went from thinking Patino was a narcissist to knowing as a narcissist, but being all in on St. John's and Patino. It's just quite a move, one, to wear all white this far removed from Labor Day, but also like... When you see a person dressed in white, it looks like he's trying to portray an angelic in image, an angelic image, like he looks like an angel. And we know he's not an angel based on the list of things you just said he's done in his life. Will's still who laughing about us? the Olive Garden. He loved that. <laughs> who, who amongst us? How can we judge? I don't judge. I don't. That's why I stay single. No, that what price did you get? What price did you get quickly for St. John's to make the tournament? I didn't, I didn't know where you were going with that question. Uh, I saw three to one Saturday. We don't have these in Connecticut. I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure if you were following up on the Olive Garden, but I, I do think anything like a two to one is a good bet. Well, I'm not crushing Patino unlimited salad and breadsticks. And then you meet a nice young lady. I'm just saying Will Hill gets a second segment here on Sharp Money. We're coming back with the NBA on a Monday. When Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Okay, you get a fresh new look, paint job over at vcin.com, enhanced navigation, mobile first focus. What we wanted to do was make this an experience, the new vcin.com, where you could take it on the road with you, and I think they nailed it. I'm on my phone. The crazy thing was this weekend, I was watching EPL, so I was watching English Premier League, sitting in front of my TV with the TV off, watching it on my phone. What's happening? Well, that's why we got the new VEASAN.com because you just do everything on your phone now. Expanded educational content. The kids don't know. VEASAN.com is we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher, Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. I won't interrupt Dustin because he's over there like a Hoover, just eating oh. the whole entire show. Are you okay? Good no. thing we're not doing a weigh-in today. Well, I thought we were doing a weigh-in with JVT. I brought my scale. Luckily, I took pictures of the scale this morning. I thought I could not eat until the weigh-in, hoping I could show like good progress week one. And then during that first hour, I realized my brain was not firing because there was nothing for it to use for energy. Yeah, good for you. That's a nice soliloquy there, big guy. You're welcome. Uh, Will Hill joining us, Bear Bats. We're going to weigh Dustin in, in a little bit. Bear Bats, of course, Saturday with Dave, Sundays with Mr. Humans, VEASAN expert for many years. Not the Will Hill on Twitter. That's very catchy. The uh, Again, the phone, kids don't know what it used to be like. I used to have to call in to get score updates when I was hanging out with my boy. And then I finally got one of those pagers that gave me score updates. Now, Will, I'm on the road. I'm in an Uber. I'm calling Ubers early because I got the YouTube TV, which VEASAN is very prominent on. I got the YouTube TV, so I'm just watching the games in the Uber. It's a blessed life, my friend. What was that hotline that used to call for the scores? I'm thinking like early 2000s, there was some phone number where you called and it was the yes. biggest sweat ever when you had a college basketball because What's it, it called sports so line. It might have been sports like Louisville earlier today. Louisville defeated Boston College 103 to 99 and they would use certain verbs like squeaked by yes. and you know if you've gotten the points you won and like sometimes they say obliterated and you if you're laying the points you won boy that was uh only a certain generation of people know but the people that know get it that, that used to be how you sweat these games calling that sport number if you know you know and i'm gonna blow people's minds right now i used to call in for scores through the sports line on a pay phone tell your kids wow. that they won't even know what that means bum and quarters from jason laws you know what I'm saying? Uh, NBA. I don't know if you watched last night. First off, the Clippers. Again, they're your second betting favorite in the championship market with the Nuggets. And I want to talk about both these teams. If George and Leonard and Harden aren't healthy, they're not winning anything. They've got great depth. But right there, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the NBA. But George was missing last night, and they just got pummeled. Pummeled by Sacramento. Conversely, Jokic a team that went listlessly into the all-star break. Jokic last night at the Warriors, like he's minus 160 to win the MVP, Will. Oh, he's very much going to win the MVP. That is a safe bet. That guy is insane. Uh, incredible player. Uh, I was thinking earlier, maybe the most obvious bet, maybe the best bet is just staring us right in the face. Nuggets around five to one. Like, are they still the best team? I know the path's not going to be as easy as last year because last year they were the one they got to play a play in team in Minnesota who wasn't bad, gave them a decent series Phoenix in the second round. That's not an easy draw. But after that, a Laker team that was in the plane and then a heat team in the finals that was in the plane and they had home court throughout. They might be in a situation where they're in like the four or five and 
look, they'll probably be a team like Phoenix or Dallas, but you don't want to see them in round one. You don't want to have to go on the road for some of these game seven. So I know the path's not going to be as easy, but maybe that's the best bet on the board. And it's staring right at us. Nuggets around five to one, because like you said, the Clippers Nuggets, that would be an interesting series. It's still there's there's a trust factor you have with Denver that you just don't have with the Clippers staying healthy, being healthy, hardening in a big spot. Uh, Nuggets at plus 500 plus 475. If I had to make a bet on this board, I think I would take them. Phoenix is an interesting team because I feel like they don't get discussed enough for a team that really has a lot of pressure on them. When you give up everything they gave up for a player of Durant's age, it's not, Hey, let's make the second round and that's okay. Or maybe we'll win it next year. Like you're running out of next year's. You got Beal, Durant, your Booker, you're all in and they can't seem to keep their, their team on the court for uh, a month two weeks at a time. So I don't know that they can string together four series where they're healthy. And there's a lot of pressure on the Suns to, uh, to win a title. And, and I don't get the sense that they have the capability of winning a title just because uh, of the health factor. So I don't know. Denver, five to one plus 475 shop around of course to me that that might be the best bet and it's like the obvious bet but staring right at us uh as far hey as guy, the East, would you like well yeah, let no, me just ahead. jump in there really quickly because uh dustin sweetelson's he, he's gonna move to the valley he loves the sun here's the thing if you think okay. about the suns and again i talked about it a little bit earlier it's odd they don't take enough three pointers when they take threes they win and what have they played together the big three dustin beal uh, obviously Booker, who's essentially running point right now, and Durant, like 22 games, and they're fine. They're good together. It's weird. When you were talking about the Suns, Dustin, you, you remember last year, wasn't Durant traded right at like the Super Bowl last year? So it's been yes. a little over a year now yep. for your Suns, Dustin. Yeah, look, it's more that at 16 to 1, the talent's there. If they have the mindset of it's the playoffs, we're turning it on. Bradley Beal's going to play. The only reason he's been resting so much is because they want him to be ready for the playoffs, not because the back is as bad as it seems. At 16 to 1, they could, if they match up with the Clippers, they can knock them out early in the playoffs. Okay, Donk. We shall JVT's see. JVT's here and he's discuss. giving me a death stare. Your team is comprised of a bunch of losers and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> now, Dustin's doing a television slash radio show off the air. That is the first I've ever seen. Congratulations, because JBT's coming on in nine minutes. Save it, big guy. Uh, you've got the Lakers to miss the postseason. Lakers are a disaster. They just have oh. no wiggle room. They've got nothing. LeBron's not the same player. AD's actually had a great year. Outside of that, eh. Look at their next nine games, too. I mean, they're going to drop to this 10 seed because they're a little ahead of Golden State, but Golden State has a pretty soft schedule, and Golden State's playing a little better despite the loss last night. They're getting some uh, getting something from these young guys. The Lakers' next nine games, they do have one game against the Wizards, but other than that, it's Denver, OKC, Minnesota, at Sacramento. Now, a bunch of these games are at home. Milwaukee, a bunch of these games are at home, but they're just, like you said, they're not that good. They don't have any shooting. Uh, and to me, I, I talked about this yesterday. It was minus 140 to miss the playoffs. I think it's minus 170 now. That's probably the last price I would pay. It. Uh, I would play it. Uh, I just don't see them getting out of the 10 where I think the plan gets lumped together. Uh, hey, they're all in the plan. Like they're all on equal footing. It is a big difference between seven, eight, nine and 10 at the 10. You got to win two road games. They might have to win at Golden State at like Phoenix or who knows the Pelicans, Dallas. I just I don't see that team winning two road games. If you're playing at minus 170, you give yourself some wiggle room once that time comes along. I don't think the Kings, uh, I'm sorry, the Jazz have the interest or the capability of catching the Lakers. But this Laker team's probably going to finish like right around 500. They're just not that good. And 
you're probably looking at a situation where LeBron retires with as many titles as he has now. He's only going to win that one in L.A. It's hard when you only win one title to say it's a disaster, but I don't know. When they got LeBron and then they got Davis a year later, you like to be a little more competitive in some of these other years where they haven't won. And I think the undoing was really the Westbrook trade where they had to give up so many assets to get him, had to get give up a draft pick to get off of him. And that killed their capability of adding one more player. Maybe they add like a Trey Young or something this summer. I just I don't know what this team's future is. Get ready for JVT to roll his eyes, but I'm going to throw this at you. The Knicks at eight to one are coming out of the East. I love this Knicks team and hear me out. Mitchell Robinson comes back. That's iffy, but you've got rim protection with him and Hartenstein tough. Again, hear me out. OG can guard one through five. So you throw him on the other teams in the postseason. You throw him on the other team's best offensive player, but here's where it gets interesting. When you bring Bogdanovich, who's an automatic bucket, 20 points coming off the bench if he wants it, and D. Zincenzo, yeah, I said Zin, D. Vincenzo, who was, has been awesome this year, when those two are on the court together with Jalen Brunson, Will, you space out and you let Brunson cook, and then if he has to kick it out to Bogdanovich or D. Vincenzo, that is a tremendous basketball team. I'm all in on the Knicks. It's a good team. They just have to get healthy. And I, like they're so beat up right now. I do like them tonight. I think they're laying 11 and a half against the Pistons. I think this is a good uh, get right spot at home against a dreadful, dreadful Pistons team. Sorry, Patrick. Watch your um, I don't know. I just don't know if they have the upside to be the team like Boston. I know you've never been high on this Tatum Brown duo and you've been proven right. I just feel like they're more of a regular season team than a, than a postseason team. Yeah, they're even money, though. I mean, essentially, plus 115 to come out of the East. I. <laughs> I know I'm I've never been high on Brown. I'm fine on Tatum. Right. And but and they probably proved me wrong this year. It's just the Knicks at eight to one. I just love the roster construct here. I like watching them play basketball. No, the Randall thing is iffy. If he's gonna like who knows what Randall's injury is. I thought they were gonna beat Miami in that second round last year. I was a little disappointed with how they they played. They couldn't score. They lost home court right away and they could just never get it back. That's the thing, though. If you get into a series and you can steal a game on the road, it's going to be very hard to win in the garden because that place is going to be insane come April and May. I haven't got enough Will Hill, so here's what I'm going to do. Be a better, better podcast. I'm going to download that from my walk after the show and listen to you and I and Eagle. Then on Saturday night, I'm locked in with you and Dave Ross. Then on Sunday night, I'm absolutely locked in with you and humans. And then I'm going to go listen to you and my boy Felica on the Bears Bets podcast. It's all all will all the time. How about that? I believe some of that. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week, Will. Thank you. Will Hill, not the Will Hill. Uh, We've got some weight loss drama coming up next with Jonathan Bontobel. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, are you a VSIN pro yet? Did you know that our next guest is up like 16 units? Cha ching, VSIN experts. Put them to work for you, including Jonathan Bontobel, Mr. Vegas. Sign up. For a VEASAN Pro annual subscription for $199, you're going to save $41. Typical price, $240. All you have to do is use the promo code SHARP. You get everything we offer. Remember, use that promo code SHARP, S-H-A-R-P. Get your first year of VEASAN Pro access for $199. Sign up today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So there's a lot of drama as we welcome you back here. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. And there's a lot of shtick because as Dustin notes, 
in my notes today, it's the ultimate fatness competition, I believe he called it, because we have we're getting healthy here on Sharp Money and VEASAN Primetime, host of VEASAN Primetime, along with Tim Murray. Jonathan Von Tobel joins the show and we're going to get into there's a lot of controversy and I have notes on this weight loss challenge we'll get into. But first, let's start here at me, JVT on Twitter. I don't know if you heard it, but I made a case. Obviously, I'm not going on on a crazy limb. Eight to one to come out of the East for the Knicks. What what I like about what they can do. OG, obviously, just an absolute elite defender. But if you do get Mitchell Robinson back, so you have rim protection. And then I don't know what's happening with Julius Randle. You can tell me. But I love when Bogdanovich and DiVincenzo and Brunson are on the court together because it's great space. And you can just let my guy Brunson cook and kick. Tell me why I'm crazy. Uh, I don't think you're necessarily crazy. I, I guess it would be the way the bracket breaks down for them, right? You know, you want to avoid, I think, that Celtics part of the bracket. And given the injuries, it hasn't really helped that they've slid a little bit here. And even though they didn't have OG Ananobi and Julius Randle out on the floor on Saturday, that's quite the gap that you got to make up between you and Boston, right? And even if you take them, like we're talking about, what, to win the, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals again, you're talking about 8-1, to 7-1? to one? Eight to one. Yeah. When you get into an Eastern Conference final series, let's say you make it all the way there, how much are you really saving from a price standpoint against the Boston Celtics? So I, I think that there is a case to be made. And you mentioned Mitchell Robinson. I think one of the biggest strengths that you didn't mention of his, he's a great offensive rebounder. It's what this team does very well, generating second chance opportunities. I mean, hell, on Saturday, they were getting second chance opportunities with like Josh Hart and Dante DiVincenzo uh, crashing the offensive glass. So it's going to be a strength of theirs. And you do have to wonder two things. It's only two games, but is this Bucks turnaround starting to get real? Because they looked really good defensively in each of the last two games, and they've looked a little bit better on offense. And is Joel Embiid coming back? Because if those two things happen and are real, then I still think that this New York Knicks team is up against it, even at full strength with everybody coming back. Okay, smarty pants. Four and seven for the Sixers without Embiid. There's no guarantee he's right. coming back. And I got to talk to you about your team, the Clippers, last night, who I don't, they didn't post without your boy Paul George against Sacramento. And again, Everything, even with the depth and shooting, they need the three of them. And that's the tenuous piece to the Clippers winning a championship. It's a two month grind in the postseason. George has to be healthy, Harden, and Kawhi. We saw that last night. Yeah, I, I think so. That's uh, like I've talked about before. It's the caveat when it comes to Los Angeles Clippers, and it's a fair one. If if they're going to be healthy, they can win a championship, and I think that's totally reasonable if you want to be hesitant about that. Uh, you know, having said that, I mean, we did see them last year right in that first game in the um, playoffs before he went down. Kawhi Leonard single-handedly led this team to a Game 1 win over Phoenix, and it looked like they were primed to be the crap out of the Suns before he injured his knee after Game 1. But I think that overall – it is very true that you're going to need Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to beat some of the best teams at the top of the Western Conference. Oklahoma City is awesome. Um, Denver is obviously the defending champions and is a very big team. is absolutely fantastic. Minnesota, obviously a very big team. You need as much as you possibly can. I would say absolutely. Now, if you're drawing conclusions after one game without their second-best player on the floor, I'd say that's somewhat flawed considering that they went through December all the way up until last night as one of the best teams in the NBA. Um, and we could talk about some of the uh, criticisms of the uh, the past of some of these players, but I think overall you're right. Yeah, yeah, you need your best players out there to win a championship. Just so you know, with the attitude, the guy sitting to your left, he's the one that hates you. I love you. I think you're great. Well, you're just always giving me attitude, and I'm over here just trying to prop you up. I don't want to take the low-hanging fruit. 16. It's too easy. Well, that's a big piece of fruit. You know what I'm saying? That's a juicy mango over there. It's a lot of carbs. Um, did, you, did you guys see the Clippers rebrand story? Hell okay, yeah. here's what I will tell you. 
The Clippers, when I left in 2019 Los Angeles to go to Vegas, really didn't matter in Los Angeles. I've come back, and Balmer's made a difference. The rebrand looks awesome. They're getting their own arena in Inglewood. It's going to be very progressive. Like, the Clippers have a little buzz in town, which I think is good. The Rams are eh. The Chargers couldn't matter less if you put them on the moon. It's still Dodgers, Lakers, and USC and everybody else. But the Clippers got a little buzz here, JVT. And I don't know if you saw the unis and the rebrand. I think it looks sweet for the Clippers. Oh, yeah, I did. No, they look great. The uniforms are awesome. Like, I like the color scheme. Bringing back the red jerseys, which is absolutely fantastic. I think one of the the lost pieces on the new uni is the nautical lettering on the side of the uniform, which is actually LAC, which looks kind of cool. The logo looks good. And, like, the fact that you're steering into the name. I think a lot of people before today didn't even know what a Clipper was. Still don't. Right? So, like, the, the, the fact that you're actually steering into what your mascot is uh, is actually a pretty good thing. So, no, I, I thought it was tremendous looking at those uniforms. You don't know what a Clipper is, big guy? No, and the logo looks like the Illuminati logo, and the lettering looks like you just ripped off the old Chicago Bills jersey. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Cursive is a very rare form. It's uh, italics cursive, and it's the exact <laughs> font that the Bulls You're use. Donk. With it Jordan. looks sweet. They got the they lowercase i with the dot over the top. And the Illuminati logo? You're going to support the Illuminati publicly? So of course. Okay, you keep fading Steve Ballmer, okay? He's been successful. He'll be fine. Why? You're such a wet blanket. It's a big blanket, but you're a wet blanket. Well, he's trying too hard. I mean, it's again, he's trying too hard to get That's me. Like, yeah. And I would like, you know, I'm trying not to, but it's 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 really easy to just tear down any argument. So I don't want to I don't want to make Dustin look too you, bad. You guys are acting like they unveiled the the teal grizzly jerseys. No, they look fine. good. It's a good They're it's fine. a good uniform. It's better than what they've got right now for sure. The logo right now stinks. It's an, out here it's looking an for big hun- <laughs> out here looking for big country like. Reeves yeah. up in Vancouver. Yeah. JBT wasn't even born. Don't even know what a, I'm look up was what a, a clipper thing. is. What is a clipper? It's a it's a sailboat. It's what they it's, yeah, remember they used to be in San like Diego. Na- it's a yeah. navy boat. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. Exactly. Hey, hmm. Uh, hmm. Last night, I was dialed in. Uh, I'd say this Jokic guy has a future. So he's minus one sixty to win the MVP. Uh, he decimated the Warriors in the second yep. half. A historic run. They were listless heading into the break. They're very much not that. And I'll tell you the player that stands out to me when I watch the Nuggets. Like, I don't know if it's because of what Jokic does with him, but I feel like Aaron Gordon is a player that literally every team could use in their starting five. He's tremendous. Yeah, and especially if they're going to use him properly, right? I mean, to your point, how he works so well is, first off, he is absolutely great in terms of his size. He gives you a third six foot ten guy in that front court. So you have him, Michael Porter Jr., and Nikola Jokic, all 6'10 or higher, uh, to go ahead and, and rebound effectively. He's awesome off ball, and he knows his role spectacularly. He's a good cutter. He's a good rebounder. He, he was their missing piece. Like, he literally was. And I think... For those who don't remember, guys, remember when they got him originally? It was the year that Jamal Murray tore his ACL. They looked like this. They looked like the best team in the NBA. Jamal Murray tears his ACL. Injuries tear them apart. And all of a sudden, you know, they go out and I think got swept by the Suns that year in the second round, if I remember correctly. This has been a long time coming, man. And Gordon was the piece that they really needed. He's been tremendous. And, of course, right, he was, what, a third overall pick? We know how talented he really is. And they're, they're using him perfectly. And it's funny you said that because when you started the question, I immediately thought it was like, I hope he's talking about Aaron Gordon. 
The guy's great. And the low-key thing about really? this too, Patrick, is you know there's a lot, if you look at the numbers for the on-court, off-court stuff for Jokic, it's really bad when he's off the floor. But the sneaky thing that the Nuggets have done and what they're going to do when they get to the postseason is play Gordon at center. And when he's at center, those numbers are equivalent to them statistically when they have Jokic out there. It's not that he is Jokic. It's just that they're statistically very good when he's out there filling those minutes for him. So when those rotations shorten up, those worries about, hey, what's going to happen when Jokic is off the floor? A lot of those are going to be fixed by Aaron Gordon playing the five when Jokic isn't playing the set center uh, when he goes on the bench during the playoffs. You know, he's he's one of the most integral pieces they have, uh, maybe outside of Jamal Murray, but you can make the argument he's the second most important guy. And Murray was awesome last yep. night. The And Gordon, Gordon's so good defensively. See, when he was picked number three overall, remember, he was just a kid. He was so young and he's so athletic. I don't think he was used correctly in Orlando. I don't think that's going on a limb. He's not going to be a guy where you just put the ball in his hands and say create, but coming off screens and driving to the basket with Jokic's brilliance, it's awesome to watch. Dude, and then you see the little flashes. Was it game game five or game yeah. six of the NBA Finals when he just took over at like a 20-point game? Yep. He was like hitting from all over the floor. Like he's he's very, very important for what they do, and he's been incredible. And obviously, again, like I think he he was like the piece. He unlocked everything that they needed. Their, their ability to dominate on the glass, their ability to share the ball and move around, have multiple guys who could finish. Like he's one of the integral pieces for them, absolutely. Conversely... The Warriors, it's kind of a mess. Like it when you start blitzing Steph and he you just take him away. Like can Draymond Green try another harder like pass? Like he's so sloppy. The team's frustrating to watch is the way I'd put it. I mean, I disagree with that. They're 11 and six in their last, what, 17 games. Then that ties in with Draymond coming back from his suspension. I think yeah. they're better than where they're at, but they're not close to where Denver and some of these other teams are at the Western Conference. So I think they're a good bet to make the playoffs still. If you're talking about like plus 110, plus 115. Uh, and again, a winnable series potentially in the first round if they run into OKC or Minnesota and make it to a semifinals. But I think that's probably their ceiling. So it appears... I've slow rolled the shtick enough when we return. Drama. Legit drama. And it starts with that big lug to the right of my screen, Dustin Sweetelson. What a sandbagger. Sandbagging was invented by the guy in purple. That's Jonathan Von Tobel. We're back. Sharp money. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings and DraftKings right now, a no sweat bet up to $1,000. Hell yeah, DraftKings. Nice work. Here's how it works. If you're a new customer, all you do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, deposit $5, and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the DraftKings app. Use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome you back on a Monday. Hope you had a nice weekend. Following Sharp Money, of course, is VEASAN Primetime with Tim Murray and Jonathan Von Tobel. And we're lucky enough to have Jonathan Von Tobel, who's grinding. He comes into studio. What a team player. Now, speaking of teams, you've got to pick a team when it comes to our little weight loss challenge. Are you on Jonathan Von Tobel's team or the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson's team? Or are you on a team of your own? Because here's the great news. JVT, proactive, fired off a tweet to Bill or a text or an email, something to Bill AD and said, hey, can we get the listeners involved? Let's all get healthy. And Bill AD said, not only do I love that idea, if they're a VEASAN pro, I'll give them a free year for extension. And if they're not a pro, I'll give them a free year. So we're going to figure out how to work you into this. But you see some of the rules for the ultimate fatness championship. I'm going to start here. Opening weights. Dustin weighed 377. I've always said he carries the weight well, so that's a shocking number. But he doesn't look like he weighs 377 pounds. He did gorge before the first weigh-in. Mm. Now, here's the one that is freaking wild. Jonathan Montobel said he weighed 300.7 pounds. All we got was his little toes on a scale. We, I think he was holding his son. Because if you were to ask me, what do I weigh, Patrick? I would have said, eh, 255. You weighed 300 pounds. Is this legit? Yeah, a lot of muscle, I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, I texted Dustin when I said it, right? I was like a lot heavier than I thought. Yeah, but t- 260 was the number. I thought I was like going to the highest level thinking 260. I think we're just we're very similar body types where we, we, we unfortunately <laughs> and luckily, we're still big, but look lighter than the actual weight we are, which is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah, no, it's legit. I was butt naked too, except for the socks. Yeah, well, we, we saw the toes, which is gross, but cool. Um, that now, socks on. The, 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 don't lie. That sucks. It's all, it's all good. Uh, now, the sandbagging part. And this is where I got to call both of you out. So Dustin is hyper competitive. And Jonathan, I get the impression you are as well. So Dustin, he, he literally went to the trainer like three straight days. He even took a free training Five. session on Friday. Did you tell him? So he's going hard. What? Did you tell the trainer? Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a smart yeah, thing no, the Brazilian trainer. Yeah, yeah, he told them. I think the guy's shady, but we'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> now, it, but when I asked you to set a number, Mike Samich came on the show Friday and said he would have had you minus 250. You said you had Dustin the slight favorite. 
You're lying. Look, look, okay, again, I did that because Dustin has help. I'm doing this on my own. He's got a personal trainer from Brazil. I guess that makes him more potent as a personal trainer. Um, he's got somebody, like, in his corner, like, I'm assuming diet, right? Part of no. the personal trainer? No, he's just helping with the, with the, the, the weightlifting. Okay, so weightlifting, all sorts of stuff, all that kind of thing. I'm going, and now look, I will say, and I think this works in my favor, I've done the dramatic weight loss thing before. Like, in my past time, I was as high as 320, got down to a buck 80. Like, I've done it before. Wow. So I think that gives me an advantage that Dustin does not have because I've been on this journey before, and I am very competitive. But I figured the advantage of having somebody to walk you through this every single day was enough to give Dustin uh, the edge there. But don't get it twisted. And I will do this just one time. I will wipe the floor with no, Dustin here. No. He does not understand oh. what he has started. I am very much a guy who walk quietly, carry the big stick. I will destroy him. I will win this thing with ease. In fact, set it. At, you can set a spread. I'll cover it. I don't care. Dustin has nothing on me when it comes to something like this. I might not look like it, but I've done it before, and I will do it again, and I will crush Dustin in the process. So this is the only time that I will get fired up about this, but don't get it twisted, Patrick. I have the utmost confidence in the world that I will destroy your producer here. That's it. Let's go. Twisted steel and sex appeal with the bomb. Dustin, your retort. That was like a WWE promo. I needed that so much on a Monday. Oh, my God. Here's the deal. The oh, only boy. reason I said he should be favored over me is because I create enemies because I am a true psychopath. Like you don't you don't want to get in the mud with me. You don't want to compete with me because I'm a killer. I'm a psycho. I will come after you. And when it comes to this, JVT throwing out this challenge woke up the killer. The killer's back awake and I'm here and I'm going hard. So I have to create fake enemies. I know I'm going to beat him, but in order to help motivate myself even further to go for the full kill, I have to outwardly say, no, no, no. JVT should be the favorite. I'm the underdog. Because as long as you have the underdog mentality, there's always something you're chasing. A hungry dog runs faster. That's what I am here. (laughs) That was so much lamer than mine. We do. It was so so bad. Uh, We do have breaking news. Uh, Bill A.D., our fearless leader has checked in, and I don't know if it's a pun, but he's on team Jonathan Von Tobel. Wow. He just texted me, JVT, a heavy favorite. Ah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Laugh. Alliteration made me laugh. Here's the thing about the big guy, and I've known him for a long time. He's an emotional person. He's pretending like, hey, I'm doing this bit for the show. He is a legit psychopath. I, I think we have a contest that now remember, we've got some rules. Let's throw the rules up and Dustin, maybe you can help outline. He is going to he will literally fast for months to beat you. Dustin, let's lay out some of the uh, the guidelines here. Yeah, so that that's that's part of my problem here is like I go a little too hard at times trying to find a happy medium, but as long as there's a prize at the end, don't worry. The final day check-in, I will be victorious. So we're going off because I have more to lose than JVT. So we're going to do a couple check-ins with some prizes along the way. Maybe not a steak dinner like we planned on doing for the big end of the uh, September contest where we'll have a big steak dinner at one of the places here in town on the line. But basically, whichever one loses the highest percentage of weight between now and September 5th 
is the victor. However, we'll have one first check-in April 15th, uh, end of the NBA regular season. The second check-in, July 15th, MLB All-Star break. There will be prizes awarded there. One of us maybe owe a dinner or something like that. And then at the end, it will be a, an extravaganza as football is back in our lives, and we'll both be healthier for it. Uh, update. Bill A.D. wrote, JVT is a heavy favorite. I responded while Dustin was just blabbering. I said, Dustin is too emotional. He has no chance. Bill A.D. wrote back, the single guy should have an advantage. Yep. And that brings us to the reality. Dustin, if you don't win this contest, you need to give up on life. He's got children. He's got a wife. He's got responsibilities. You have video games. I was going to say you have nothing. It was going to get real depressing. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the I'm thing. I'm your only friend. <laughs> it's true. So I don't got have, this job. I don't have a personal trainer. What I do have is a wife who does her own. Like, she's very in shape and does it. And when I explained to her the concept, she immediately just looked at me. She goes, okay, we better win. And I said, yep, you got it. Oh, dude. We? Yes, we. Oh. I, I have the, I have oh, the weight yes, of the Von Tobel family on my shoulders. I have pride here. Don't worry. It'll be easy. Dustin, I want to support you. But do you know how many weight loss challenge and diets I've been on a ride with you on and they always end up back at weighing 377? Yeah, but I do lose the weight for the contest. It's just after the contest, right. it falls apart. Now we have our program director checking in, John Goulet. His response, he is backing... Jonathan Von Tobel. I'm done. <laughs> Quote, Jonathan, later, Dustin. I want you to hear this, you big dummy. Jonathan Von Tobel in a landslide. He has psychotic levels of commitment. Dustin will pull a muscle two days in and skip the gym for a month. <laughs> no, put your shirt back on. Right here. This is complete. Right here. This is what you're getting right here. It's over. I'm winning this thing. See, this but what, you're soft. Yeah, this, this he just what, said it. You're hey. going to pull a muscle two days in and skip the This, oh, no, this is I, what I, happens. I, right? I, hey, first of all, I, I, guys I, who finished in second got to act loud and got to do the theatrics. I'm just here. Yes. He says the one who one challenged me, then two started off with the smack talk at the beginning of this segment. He wanted it. I gave you my one thing. That's it. I got it. How'd you enjoy that white cat? What are you day? wearing? Is that a wrestling get, like, it's, kit? It's a, it's a beater. What are yeah. you talking about? You think I'm wearing a singlet? This is quite a sh if you can we get a still of that on social? He's so weird. But Jonathan, you're right. He's barking very loudly. I'm barking back. I was attacked. What are you talking about? I'm a victim here. Jonathan? I'm gonna win. He's not. Enough said. He's not going to. I'm going to get liposuction right after the show. <laughs> now, I will <laughs> say will. we didn't. I was going to say we didn't really set those parameters. I like I asked really quick. I will lose. 50, I asked Kelly Bidlin if he wanted to do it, but he's on the O. So he had to he had to take it out. He was like, no, nah, I'm on the O. PEDs. I can't do it. Hey, Zen, I'm asking for a personal. I'll, I'll pimp your product. Come back to me. And Dustin, we need Ozempic because you're screwed. I'm going to win. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.